All right. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to the Bitcoin Stoa and to our first episode of Tweet Breakdown. And today is Thursday, October 14th, 2021. And on this weekly show, two contributors at the store are going to unpack a tweet that's been chosen uh, from the wonderful, weird, entertaining world of Bitcoin Twitter and basically use it as a launch pad for a short 30-minute conversation or less. So we're going to keep these brief and to the point. And for today's pilot episode, Eddie and I have chosen two tweets uh, to discuss. So let's go into it. And, you know, one thing to say for any first time listeners here today, the Bitcoin Stow is a community funded platform. So if you enjoy listening or you get value from um, what you're listening to, you can support the project by sending some stats to the QR code on the homepage at BitcoinStoa.com. With that said, let's dive into our first tweet of today. And this one was chosen by Eddie and was posted by wealth underscore theory on March 29th, 2021. And the first tweet says, adopt Bitcoin slowly, try it, interact with it. You don't need to go all in, just learn about our current monetary system and why this network is so revolutionary. Then you can decide which monetary system is better for you as an individual and embrace it accordingly. That's a real good one. So you want to kick us <laughs> off with your thoughts on that, Jim, Eddie? Yeah, definitely. Um, thanks, Nick. So I was kind of scrolling through my Twitter bookmarks, and that's like one of my favorite places to save tweets. I think that might be one of the only places to save them, really, but um, or at least that I know them. of. That's a good idea, too. Um, but essentially, I, I kind of was like, you know, it's our first pilot episode. I wanted to kind of encapsulate what my experience was in the past year learning about Bitcoin and also um, just kind of like touch on a couple points. So I think that this tweet by wealth underscore theory was probably pretty spot on. And, and I guess, uh, yeah, thanks for the, the note there too. But, but really, you know, I guess to kind of speak on my experience, I think that, that I like to personally learn about things slowly and learning about something as complex as Bitcoin uh, for me is a little bit nerve wracking. It was for me and it still kind of is sometimes because um, I'm always learning. But um, I think that it's okay to realize that you can learn about these things slowly. I mean, something that is so revolutionary, like the tweet notes, um, just take a moment to sit and actually learn about the current monetary system, you know, take some time. I know it might be a little bit painful. It was for me to, to be like, Oh my gosh, you know, is this, these are some of the things that are actually going on. And, and then you can kind of contrast that to what you're learning about Bitcoin, but making sure that you're going about it slowly, interacting with it and realizing that you don't need to go all in. Like I talk to people all the time and, and, uh, you know, one of the biggest things is like, well, I don't want to lose all my money uh, in Bitcoin. And or, you know, I talked to someone actually this, this past weekend who was um, who unfortunately lost a, a bit a bit of money in 2017 when the price ran up to 19,000 and then went, uh, you know, uh, quite a bit back down. And, and uh, that's that's the, the lesson right there is that you just don't you don't want to go all in. Um, you want to try it slowly. You want to definitely learn about these these different monetary systems. And and then I guess the the last the last point on the tweet there is is really bringing it back to yourself because that's the most important part. Is then you can kind of really make the decision for yourself on on you know how you're going to save money for the future. 
um, you know, how you're going to participate in, in, uh, in the, you know, economic system and monetary system that, that your country or that the world um, is involved in. Um, that's a really powerful thing to, to think about. And, uh, it, you know, it was not an option before. So um, those are kind of some of my thoughts, uh, a little bit scatterbrained, but it's really exciting for me to kind of talk about this because this tweet here really hits it on the head for anybody who's going to be adopting or learning about Bitcoin in the beginning. Um, it's scary. It can be scary, but um, you just have to jump in and, and, uh, and, and make the right decision. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on, uh, on, on this tweet, Nick? I think it was a brilliant choice to kick off for the pilot episode because you're right. It frames a lot of things. One question I had for you just before I give my take is when, when, he, when he says interact with it, he or she, uh, what does interacting with Bitcoin mean to you? Like how, uh, how does that actually look in practice for someone who's like, ah, how do I interact with this? What, like, I don't touch it. So how do I interact with it? Yeah. Um, so the first thing that came to my mind, um, when I thought about interacting with Bitcoin, and it's, it's good, uh, that we explain that, um, is interacting with Bitcoin could be a lot of things for me. The first time I interacted with Bitcoin was taking my Bitcoin out of an exchange into a hard, uh, a, a cold storage wallet. And, you know, so that was me interacting with, with the actual funds that, you know, I had um, in Bitcoin and then taking that and moving it to uh, another address, another, another private address, is, which is uh, kind of like what we talked about on the uh, first SOC episode. But um, that's the first thing that I thought about. And, and I think that anybody learning about Bitcoin or anybody that owns Bitcoin um, is going to kind of hear about uh, that at least uh, once or twice. I mean, that's kind of how uh, I was learning about it is that, you know, you, I guess what I'm trying to explain is when like the I first was- thing that, The first thing that comes to mind for me with Interact With It is literally just a mobile wallet. And this is like the strategy that I've taken over time with my own family is I've stopped trying to explain it to them. And I've really just tried to make an effort to get them to, um, make contact with it. And the best way to do that is literally go up to them and say, Hey, grab your phone. Let's download a, a, a simple mobile wallet, like moon wallet or bread or whatever. It doesn't actually matter right. which one. And then I'll send you five bucks of Bitcoin. And then, and then they, they literally, it's like, it's like a big aha moment where the magic internet money just became relevant, right? <laughs> They've heard, they might've heard about it, but now they're like, Oh shit, I have Bitcoin now. You just sent that to me. What, what just happened? And so like the interact with the part. And I think it's, you know, the tweet is really good in that, you know, the people who have a bad taste in their mouth from Bitcoin or have lost money, it's typically because they took a short-term mindset, right? And I think both the mindset of acquiring Bitcoin must be long-term, you know, that tweet by Sailor, which eventually will break down. If you're not going to hold it for 10 years, don't hold it for 10 minutes. Um, that kind of coincides nicely with the long-term learning process because it really is a process. You don't just like understand Bitcoin. You constantly learn about Bitcoin, Um yeah, I'll let you kind of finish your thought and then I'll give my take on it. Yeah, I think I think that's really like the most important part is that, you know, I kept when I was in my Bitcoin in early in my Bitcoin learning, I kept hearing these signals, these news, like these people saying, you know, take your, you know, 
interact with your Bitcoin or move your Bitcoin out of an exchange. And so I eventually did that. I eventually started to, I, you know, got my mobile wallets. I got, you know, some different wallets and I started to use it. And like you said, I think that that's when you realize, you know, the power is in your hands and, um, and it really just takes, like you said, just to, you know, you, you know, with, with, uh, with, you know, different apps these days in the Lightning Network, you can literally send fractions of Bitcoin for zero fee. And uh, it's very easy to do. And so, you know, I think it's a good time uh, to feel comfortable to interact with it. Yeah, that that's up. a good point. Yeah, and I think it's, it's better to interact with it with small funds, right? <laughs> Sorry for the background noise there. The exact time we recorded, they're paving something outside, but we'll make it work. Um, I think that, you know, it's easy for people to accumulate large amounts on an exchange over time if they're doing an accumulation strategy. And the higher that amount is, the more intimidation and fear there is of like, well, I hope when I actually do this, I do it right. And what people don't realize is like, maybe you send just a tiny amount to start with so that if you screw it up, it's not a big consequence. And I think just getting comfortable sending transactions, receiving transactions, understanding how it works to build your confidence so that when you eventually transfer larger amounts, because Bitcoin inevitably gets worth more over time, your wealth accumulates, especially if you have a regular plan to save, um, then you're more comfortable, right? And so I, I make sure, I make a, a specific point to do at least a couple of transactions per month so that I'm aware of how it works and I'm not as nervous when I do it. Um, to me, I really like two elements of that tweet. So starting slow in terms of both learning and acquiring, I, I think is really huge. And it's really easy to get sucked in and kind of consumed with both both the learning potential, because it's like trying to drink water through a fire hose at the start. Like it's very crazy. Um, if you, especially if you have like a very obsessive personality, like I do, it's like when I want to understand something, I don't stop until I understand it. And, and it's not sustainable to take that approach with Bitcoin uh, and also the price action. But you know, when it, these hype, hype cycles where it gets really high and then it gets really low, but knowing that it's not a rush and that understanding Bitcoin is a really long-term, I would say unending process, makes it less stressful and more enjoyable. And, you know, I think focus, focusing on finding good quality resources instead of just reading everything, I think is really important for me too. So I like the starting slow part where he started with adopt Bitcoin slowly. And then the second point that I really like that really resonated with me and is something that I share with people as a recommendation is starting with understanding the current monetary system from first principles. You know, like what is money? What problem does money solve? How does the current money system work? What are the consequences of money printing? Like so many questions and, you know, uh, you know, even something as simple as what makes money objectively good or bad? What is good money? What is bad money? We can measure that. And, you know, School of Coin episode three, which we're going to record this Sunday, is going to unpack money. And hopefully that will serve as a good resource for the Stoic community. But I think starting with understanding money before you even try and understand Bitcoin creates a good foundation to like have context. So yeah, solid choice, Eddie. That one was really good. Uh, tweet number two. And like I said, in future episodes, we're going to just focus on a single tweet. So I'll put more thought energy and pick the meaty ones so that we can unpack them. But I think choosing two for today was kind of nice because we could each choose one. And the second tweet today was the one that I chose. It was posted by Eric underscore big fund on September 22nd, 2021. And it says intelligence is required to grasp Bitcoin. Courage is required to buy Bitcoin and conviction is required to hodl Bitcoin. So maybe I'll kickstart it and then I'll, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that one. And the reason I like this one was because it gave a good opportunity to define some terms, right? Intelligence, courage, and conviction. What do those mean? How do they apply to Bitcoin? And so I'm going to start by defining them. So intelligence, 
uh, I view not as a fixed trait, but um, you know, my personal definition of intelligence is the ability. It's an ability that can be acquired and must be practiced in order for you to improve. And it's really just the ability to acquire and apply knowledge and skills and the capacity to learn, uh, you know, the capacity for learning, for reasoning and uh, for problem solving. And so intelligence is required to grasp Bitcoin because it is a very uh, deep topic. Like there's a lot that you can learn about it. There's a lot of applications. I really love the Stephen Hawking quote, um, which is intelligence is the ability to adapt to change. And I think it's really relevant to Bitcoin because Bitcoin is a massive shift in how we think of money. And the price of understanding Bitcoin is really just a willingness and a curiosity to change your perspective when it comes to money. And I think you see really obviously people who are unwilling to change their mind, people like Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett, who don't have the desire to learn something new because, um, you know, they, they're they kind of know what they're good at and they don't need to change, right? Like they don't even have fucking laptops on their desks at their office. So probably not best to listen to those people about a digital technology who don't even use computers and they're really smart, but it, it doesn't change the fact that intelligence requires you to be open to change. And I think people who are reluctant to change simply won't grasp Bitcoin, not because it's not good, but because they're simply not curious enough to do it. So I like the intelligence piece. Um, courage, I define as the choice and willingness to confront uncertainty or intimidation. And I think it's relevant to Bitcoin because there is lots of intimidation aimed at Bitcoin from people who are scared of it, right? People who control us, companies who make money from us without really providing much value. Uh, you know, Bitcoin's going to clean out a lot of those parasites. And to acquire Bitcoin requires the courage to blast through that FUD intimidation because there is no shortage of it. And so I, I agree, it does take courage to buy Bitcoin. And then the last one, which is conviction is required to hodl Bitcoin. And if you listen to our second episode of School of Coin, hodl is, stands for hold on for dear life. And it's essentially the strategy of like never sell your Bitcoin. Just hold them through thick and thin, knowing that long term, it is a better form of money and will increase your purchasing power. And so conviction to me is a firmly held belief or opinion. And conviction in Bitcoin is really earned from the time you spend learning and understanding Bitcoin. And so the more I've learned, the higher my convictions become. Uh, and I think a lot of people talk shit about toxic Bitcoin maximalism, but I think that really is just for most people, a high level of conviction in Bitcoin being sound money. And with that conviction comes an intolerance to coins claiming to be better when they're really inferior, unproven and risky. And so, yeah, I really like those three terms, intelligence, courage, and conviction. Um, they resonated with me a lot. What are your, um, what are your thoughts on that tweet? And Nick, that was a really good tweet. I think, um, and, and thanks for defining those three um, terms as well, just because while um, I was listening to you define those, I was realizing, you know, everybody, um, everybody in this world can um, harness and uh, utilize those uh, three, um, you know, and their, their own intelligence, their own courage and their own conviction um, in their own way. I think that um, everybody has the ability to hone in on those skills and, um, so that's a good thing to know. Um, you know, uh, as far as intelligence, yeah, I think that that is super important to learn about Bitcoin. One of the things that um, I have always had to work through is uh, is um, realizing that that Bitcoin is not just one thing; it's many things put together. And what I'm always constantly doing is um, I'm learning about Bitcoin, learning about um, different things in this world, but I'm also constantly having to 
um, take what I learned and be like, okay, now I have better information and I'm going to take that and, and move it somewhere else. And so, um, like you said, as far as being able to adapt to change, um, that's super important. And, um, so intelligence is really important. And I think everybody has the ability to, to find their own intelligence to, to work through and, and learn about Bitcoin as far as courage. Um, that's another really important thing uh, to to um, as far as you know to buy Bitcoin. Um, you know, money is something that uh, we are going to talk about on Sunday, and I think you know taking hard earned money that um, takes time takes time to earn and save, and then being um, you know having the courage to put that into a different asset class. Um, is it, it does take courage. And I think that um, learning about Bitcoin is going to help someone um, boost their courage um, and be able to work through uh, all those different um, hurdles, those ups and downs that they have. And then I think the last point really, uh, you know, conviction is the most important and conviction is, is very important to HODL. Um, and I think that your point on, uh, Toxic maximalism is very true, um, although that uh, sometimes uh, it may sound a little bit mean. <laughs> um, it is generally true, and uh, it's very true. And I think that um, there does need to be a, a level of transparency and truth that does shine through no matter what. Um, yep. And so, yeah, having conviction to you know hold through um, bull markets where you see a lot of upward uh, volatility, like, um, in 2021 and, um, also conviction to talk to your family and talk to your friends and work through peer pressure and work through news and, you know, possibly, um, you know, opinions of a significant other, um, you know, conviction is super important to hodl and, yes. uh, it can also be, can also be something that can be built and uh and sharpened uh you know with anybody so yeah awesome really awesome tweet nick <laughs> yeah and i think you made a good point it's like those those three traits intelligence courage and conviction are important for life not just for bitcoin like they apply specifically to bitcoin but i think honing on those traits and understanding like what meaning do they carry for me how do i apply those in my life I think can, you know, by, by focusing in on them on Bitcoin and understanding how they apply, it also allows you to have a broader context for how can I apply intelligence, courage, and conviction in just my day-to-day -day life, um, you know, to grow as a human. And, and you're right. I think conviction is really important. If you're going to confidently talk about Bitcoin with people who don't know about it, or who may actually have negative perspectives on Bitcoin, uh, it's really important to have conviction and, and really have a strong belief that is built through understanding, not through like reading some headline or anything like that. It's built through understanding. And so, um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening to our pilot episode of Tweet Breakdown. We hope you enjoyed it. And we look forward to creating new episodes every week uh, and inviting new contributors to join the party, right? The end goal with the STO is to have a lot of people contributing, creating beautiful content that we can post for the world. That's what a STOA is, the public space. And so it starts with Eddie and I, but um, if you're listening to this and you have an idea and you want to break down a tweet with a friend of yours and you both have half decent recording equipment, uh, shoot us an email, bitcoinstoa at gmail.com. And we'd love to uh, put your, you know, host your stuff and, and share it with the world. So uh, future episodes are going to focus on a single tweet. Every one of them is going to be capped at 30 minutes. We'll see how that goes. Maybe that's too much. I don't know. We'll have to see. 
Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. You can support the store by sending some SAS to the QR code at BitcoinStoa.com. Thanks for listening and uh, ciao for now.